Hey guys, so I know I said that I would talk about um, what happened a couple weeks ago, um, but I actually want to talk about something else at the moment. Um, I will eventually share that. I'm still digesting it a little bit. So anyway, but um, I went to a homeschool conference for the last three days um, in regards to homeschooling my son in the fall. And let me tell you guys, for people with social anxiety, (laughs) my son tells me in the car because he has day camp, like he's going to meet kids his age and stuff while I'm in this conference. And he's like, he's like, mommy, I'm shy. I'm nervous. And I was like, baby, I get it. Like, it's okay. And I'm thinking to myself, you are, you are like, how extensive is your internal dialogue? Because mine is out of control, you know? And so, but you know, the thing is, I was so nervous about going um, because, again, my internal dialogue, just when I'm talking to people for the first time, I get so nervous and I get so overwhelmed. Um, and, you know, I wore like, like fancy necklaces, like to kind of like add some bedazzle to like whatever I was wearing, which no, not even whatever I was wearing. Let's be clear. I wore dark colors because I know that I'm a social sweater and there's nothing I can do about the sweat stash, but there would be something I could do about the (laughs) the armpit stains. (laughs) And so even my friend Mandy was like, make sure that you don't wear like colors where you could see like sweat. And I was like, she knows me. She knows me well. Stay away from the Heather Grays. Um, anyway, so, but I kept telling myself, like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. Okay. Like I need to do this. I need to go meet these people. I need to go just kind of get myself in there, you know? And at one point, one of the mothers there, and let me say this, I always feel like when I go into these situations with adults that I'm like 20, I'm not joking. I always feel like I'm some little girl that they're not going to take seriously. And I don't know what that, what that's about, but I'm always like, oh, they're going to be like this little girl. What is she doing in here? I'm no joke. I always think that clearly I'm not a little girl by looking at me. I'm 39. Like, I don't know why I I have that in my head that no one's going to take me seriously because I'm only 20. (laughs) I don't know. I do not know. So anyway, but, um, I just, I went there and, um, one of the moms there, who's the director of the group I'd be meeting with, she was like, you know, why don't you meet us at break time? Um, I'll introduce you to some people in the group and the community you'll be a part of. And immediately I started sweating. Like I was straight up in my recliner, like, (laughs) at home and immediately I got a sweat stash like it was it was like immediate I told my husband I was like just he was like oh my husband gets nervous for me he was like you're a better person than me because (laughs) my husband also deals with social anxiety but very differently I deal with it in a way of like I sweat a lot but and so does he but I talk a lot And then I bring up things that are things you probably shouldn't bring up. Like the fact that I have social anxiety. 
that has happened many times, which that happened this time. Like I bring up the fact that I do have social anxiety, although I feel like, okay, whatever. Like it is what it is. Just be honest, you know? So anyway, my husband, I know that he, (laughs) he feels my pain, but he like shuts down, like shuts down in a social situation. And he's got like this beautiful beard and like this jet black hair and, you know, like uh, he's been called Aquaman on many occasions. And so, but the thing is he looks mean if he doesn't smile and I'm like, Joe, and like <laughs> there have been times I'm like, you could have at least smiled. He goes, uh, I was smiling. I'm like, are, are you, are you kidding? Like, are you, <laughs> are you joking? You, you think you were smiling? Like, you looked so angry. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, where? So apparently when he gets nervous, he also gets delusional. So there's that. But anyway, um, but so I was so nervous about the next day. And I was a military kid and I went from school to school to school. And, you know, so that lunch group, that lunchroom feeling of like walking into a lunchroom and like, oh my goodness, where do I sit? very comes up. Boy, does that come up. My first day at the conference, I made sure to sit at the back of the room by myself at a table by myself. And the only thing I was hoping for is that nobody would notice me. I'm even fine sitting at a table by myself as long as they don't ask people to like get a partner and do something with. So in that case, I do want like that the other lonely person in the group to come and sit next to me at that table just in case that happens. But other than that, like I'm fine not talking to anyone, but it's not fine. My point in going is so I meet community and that's what that's what Jesus wants. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just (laughs) I'm already nervous as can be and some really good things are being said. And so I, I am getting some some great things from this conference from the moms. I'm hearing some of their experiences and stuff. And so that's really cool. Um. But so anyway, on the second day, I knew I had to meet these women from (laughs) the community I'd be a part of. And it is amazing what your mind goes through. I mean, I am a 39-year-old woman. I should not be worried about whether I'm wearing dangly earrings or a fancy necklace costume jewelry. Like, I really should not. Like, I should be honestly just (laughs) focused on... These are like, this is a great opportunity. I'm not though. Like, I'm just ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. I'm like, well, I better have those fancy earrings on or I better do something, you know. The whole time, because I'm allergic to costume jewelry, if it's not real like silver or gold, like I have like a rash on the back of my neck that I'm trying to muster through just so I seem halfway, like I feel like an adult. So I can feel like an adult and not a 20 year old. And so, um, So these, every single woman at this conference was welcoming, was kind, was encouraging. I'm seriously, I mean, truly, I mean, truly, they've all been in my shoes where the first year is coming up, you know? Um, So I met these women and I have to tell you that... 
at the end, although I was so nervous, I was excited because God had just been like, Wendelin, you keep saying, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. But then it occurred to me, like God also thinks like, and I think that this is good. And I forget that. Like I always push myself, like I have to do this. I have to meet this person or I have to talk to this person. But I also forget that it's good, not just necessary. And so I heard some really amazing things in this conference and some encouraging words. Whenever mathematics was brought up or anything about like the what the uh, upper, like the older kids are learning, I kind of just blocked it out just because I was like, I'm I'm not there yet. <laughs> like, let me just get my feet wet. But yeah, it was really cool. And then women went around the room today talking about what their community means to them. And it was just a really beautiful thing. And I'm kind of a sympathetic crier. So like, <laughs> I cried a couple of times. But anyway, um, today I purposely went in there with no fancy earrings, no fancy necklace, no fancy clothing. I actually wore my work pants, but I didn't realize how much they were my work pants. I didn't realize how bad they were. Like they're like stained and stuff, but that's fine. <laughs> Anyway, um, but it didn't matter. Like nobody noticed that. And I did that on purpose because I was like, I have to get out of my head. I just need to go in there and enjoy what's going on and not worry about anything else. Like turn off my internal dialogue. And I did that, which resulted in also me kind of rating the, um, the snack table. Usually my internal dialogue would be like, when people are watching you and they can't believe how much like you have on that little plate. But um, I kind of turned it off today. So I was just like, well, <laughs> so, but anyway, it was so good. It was so good to just push myself to do something that I don't want to do. Like I don't want to put myself in awkward situations, but I'm also going to be robbed from so much if I don't. And also I don't want my kid to see that mommy like phoned it in, you know, like I want them to see that mommy, I don't want to show them that I'm awkward. That will come in time when they're like, mom, why, why do you have a sweat stash? That will come, that will come when they notice that. And I could say, okay, let's just be honest, guys. Mommy has a little bit of social anxiety, but I don't want to just give that to my kids. You know, like I don't want them to inherit that. I don't want that to be a learned behavior Charlie's already a little shy and I, I want to encourage him to, it's okay if you're shy and cautious, there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't want to add, I don't want to add anxiety to that. Like I don't want to add this internal dialogue that should not be there. And so I also have to say something else. Um, I have to go here in a second, but you know, so many kids there are so different and it's really beautiful to see the kids. And uh, the last day today, they had the kids come up and on stage, the different classes and sing songs or what they learned or skits or whatever. And there's always that one kid in the, in the, on stage that kind of stands out, you know, this one kid, I remember he had glasses on. He was adorable. He was like jumping up and down. He had this hat on. He was so cute. And there's another kid that was like basically undressing on stage. Adorable. And, you know, you see these videos of these kids, right, that kind of stand out. And my kid did not stand out. That does not bother me. I don't want him to stand out. That is not a wish of mine. 
It's not like, oh, why isn't my kid doing something? Like, why isn't he singing louder? Or why isn't he dancing? Or why isn't he smiling? Or why? No, like, you can be behind another kid. You can hide behind another kid. You don't even have to sing. My, Charlie barely sang. Um, I was videotaping him and he saw me videotaping him. So he just kind of looked at me with like this dead stare. Like, what am I supposed to do? But I will tell you one thing. I think it's really important to, to really notice what your kid does do. And so there was a part in the play where, um, in his little skits that they had or their little songs and their time on stage, I mean, he's in the four-year-olds and five-year-olds where they're given a flower and they tell about the four parts of the flower and that's what they did. And then when they left, they have to go down these long stairs to go back to their classroom where I pick them up. And I was kind of watching Charlie and he was holding on to this rope that his whole class is like holding on to. So they stay together. Um, and then as they're going down these big stairs, I'm kind of watching Charlie and he's kind of struggling a little bit going down these stairs. I'm like, Ooh, we don't have stairs at home. We have like one level. That's probably what's going on. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is he doing? And I'm watching. He has got a death grip on this flower that they gave him and a death grip on the rope. So he's not holding onto the railing. So he's concentrating on his feet, trying to go down. And I'm like, he's going to fall. He's going to fall and all the kids are going to go with him because Charlie follows directions and he's not going to let go of that rope. He's not going to do it. So I'm watching him with this death grip, all this flower. And he's not, he doesn't see me and I kind of hide and he goes into his classroom. He doesn't see me as he, as he's going to this classroom, kind of walk behind him and I go, okay, baby, are you ready to go? He turns around and he goes, mommy, this flower's for you. And I was like, sweetheart, thank you so much. He goes, yeah. I was like, is that why you, you made sure to hold on to that for mommy? He goes, yeah. And I thought to myself, like, I could sit there and be worried that my kid isn't standing out. I'm not. You know what I love and notice? That my kid almost fell down the freaking stairs. <laughs> Because he was holding on to this flower, and just this death grip he had on it, and then the death grip on the rope to not let go of the rope because he's told not to let go of the rope, trying to make it down the stairs because he knows in his heart, I'm going to give this to my mommy. And I thought to myself, like, and I told him, I said, Charlie, I want you to know that not everybody thinks like that. And that's amazing. And I hope that you continue to think of others like that. <sighs> And it's okay, moms, to sit there and go, okay, like, I, I did something right. Like, I'm doing something right in my kid. Because I think moms are too quick to be like, oh, I'm screwing up my kid. I'm not doing things right. Guess what? Like, you're doing a lot of things right, and it's okay to say it. And so I thought to myself, maybe I am giving, giving maybe, you know, the hugs that I give him all throughout the day and the kisses I give him all throughout the day and the times I tell him I love you so much it makes my body literally hurt. Like all these things that I'm doing, maybe maybe that's just a reflection of it. So, I don't know, lots of things. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's just really cool. It was really cool to see my kid do that on his own. Um... And have it in his head that that's what he wanted to do. And that's why, <laughs> no matter what the cost. <laughs> oh, that kid. Mm, I just, he kills me. I have laid in bed, I don't know how many nights, and just held him and cried. Because I think 
He's four. I only have 14 years left with him. Before he goes out and he, he's a man. <laughs> Every birthday I cry. Because I'm like, that's one year gone. <laughs> These kids have completely ruined me. I'm not even kidding. In the most beautiful way. Goodness gracious. Anyway. I just wanted to share with you guys that. And uh, I've been watching this squirrel as I'm talking to you. And he is the cutest little thing. I love animals. And I seriously want to, like, catch the squirrel and, like, kiss him on the forehead. Because he's so freaking adorable. <laughs> oh, For those of you who are in love with animals know how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 